0: And then the real question comes up is, how do we scale that business and what team and systems do you have to put in place so the business can continue to grow without it taking more of your time? Tell us a little
1: bit about your book. What did you learn while writing the book?
0: Yeah, so uh, our book is called "Lifestyle Builders: uh, Build Your Business, Quit Your Job, and Live Your Ideal Lifestyle." And really, the the main reason for writing the book was my wife and I. You know, she went from not wanting to be an entrepreneur at all, or even have me start a business, to now partnering with me on that. So we had this whole like journey, and as we started sharing information on our podcast, a lot of the feedback we got from people was like hey, you guys share such valuable information and it helps a ton, but it's all out of order. Like, can you give us kind of the step-by-step? And so the book is basically walking through um, how we were able to build our business and leave our jobs and the path we recommend. And so it's basically like, first, figure out what you want your life to look like and then reverse engineer a roadmap to get there. Second piece is all about like, let's get your personal finances in order because the lower we can keep your expenses, the faster and easier it is to hit your quote unquote freedom number, which allows you to leave your job sooner. Then it's like, all right, now that you figure this out, you got to figure out what kind of business you're going to build and how you test that out and how you get some initial traction with that. And then the real question comes up is, how do we scale that business and what team and systems do you have to put in place so the business can continue to grow without it taking more of your time? And then it comes back ultimately to once you've reached the point where you can leave a job, how do you actually make that transition? Because most people don't realize when you're an employee, there's a lot of benefits you have. You have a routine, you have somebody else that's accountable. And what a lot of people are seeing now that they're working at home is that it's a whole new world right? You've got to set your own routine. Uh, You've got to make sure that your environment is set up for success. So we wrote the book to really guide people step-by-step through that process. And then what's super cool is Ariana and I throughout different points of the book actually share a key part of our journey. And I tell it from my perspective, which is the visionary entrepreneur that's always go, go, go. And she tells it from her perspective of the spouse that didn't want anything to do with this. So what's super cool is you see the steps, but you also see the successes and failures we had along the way that helped us get there. Cool.
1: So you are working from home since many, many years or or even decades now. Can you share some of your routines? What helps you stay on
0: track? Yeah, 100%. So one of the things I always tell people is, especially when you're working at home, you've got to create your environment for success. And what I mean by that is, Think about like when you're in the zone and when you're really just like in the flow and doing things well, think about what is causing you to do well with that versus times where you feel like you're overwhelmed or not really productive. And what you want to do is set your physical environment up, you know, so like my desk and my work area is all optimized so that when I'm here, I'm in the zone and I can be productive. I've got a different space. That's like my creative space with whiteboards and all of that. So I've made different areas to make sure that it supports me in the way that I work. Now, my wife has a completely different office and operates in a different way. So you need your physical space to work that way. But you also need to think about like, how can you best set yourself up to succeed? And so this might be having um, like the support. So we have a nanny that helps us with the kids. Uh, We have coaches that help us with our businesses. We have team members that are running the businesses. So what you want to think about is just what needs to be true for you to be in the zone and just give yourself the best chance of succeeding. And like for a lot of people during this time, one of the best things they can do is not add more on, but actually take more off. So less social media, less news, less of all this stuff that's going to distract you and pull you away from your goal and get you out of the mindset of succeeding. Um, And then beyond that, it's just really figuring out your routine. You know, so I have a weekly planning routine of how I can, reflect on the last week, the wins and challenges, and then how I can plan out the upcoming week. I have a daily routine that helps me kick the day off and and get me like in the zone. And I have a, a close down routine at the end of the day. So I can shift away from work mode and go back into life mode. So there's just a lot of these things that you'll figure out when you're working at home. You've got to do a really good job of getting yourself in the zone and then managing that transition between work and life because otherwise it can all come together it can get overwhelming and you're not actually able to take advantage of this time where you've got more time with uh family where you can actually um enjoy and really get back to what really matters to you instead of like all the craziness and all the hectic um stuff that most of us had in our lives beautiful beautiful
2: Do you want to make your sales more repeatable and reliable? Do you want to have less volatility and more growth in your revenue per month? At Strategy Sprints, we do only one thing, strategy and sprints. Strategy means having more revenue through a better offer. And sprints means having more energy in your team every week. Check out if your ROI is as high as it is for most service-based and online businesses and startups we work with which is over 100%. You can see it in just 15 minutes by going to strategysprints.com slash sales and completing our online exercise to know what your ROI would be with our accelerator program. We are ready to sprint. Are you?
1: What is one thing about entrepreneurship where you recently changed your mind about? Ooh, that's a good
0: question. Um, huh. You know, it's not often that someone throws a question out that stumps me, uh, but that's one. I think it probably comes back to uh, when and where uh, paid advertising probably comes in. And what I mean by that is so often people think that the way to scale a business is with marketing. And very often the goal is to not necessarily spend money on marketing until we've really proven our offer and done things organically. Um, With that said, when the times change, you've got to look at all the options that are on the table. And for some people now, it might be a good option to start testing out some paid strategies because like the cost in a lot of cases is a lot lower and people's attention, like people have more time because they're home. So it's not to say that you should go out and start spending a bunch of money on marketing, but whenever things shift, there's an opportunity, and what we want to see during that opportunity is what you can do to take advantage of it and leveraging a new channel, whether it's paid, um, whether it's leveraging PR. You know, companies are looking for good stories during this time where everything's kind of crazy, so it, it might be just leveraging a new marketing channel sooner than you had planned on.
1: Cool. What are um, some movies about entrepreneurship or books that inspired you uh, recently?
0: Um, that's a good question too. So recently, uh, one of the best books I've read probably in the last couple of years has been, uh, principles by Ray Dalio. And, um, it instantly went up into one of my top five. And the reason for that, uh, is really because at the end of the day where so many people are focused on tactics, what principles focused on was these are the underlying principles that just work for success. And what I really loved about it was he talked about principles for a successful life and principles for a successful business. And he did kind of this cool thing where the first part was really his autobiography. So you understood kind of his career and how these principles came to be. And then the whole second part was actually detailing the principles out for you. Um, So that definitely went to one of my top five books and is a book that I reread every year or two. Cool. Um,
1: would you like to tell us something about your favorite client and what the problem was at the beginning and how it, how you transformed and helped, helped them be, become successful?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, there's so many clients that I've worked with that uh, it's, it's always tough to pick out a favorite one. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you my category of favorite clients and it's the ones that have had a passion for their business and basically uh, have done really well, but they get to a point where they hit a plateau. And for a lot of people, this ends up being somewhere in the six-figure range where they really want to build their business past that million-dollar mark. But they get to like somewhere like 500K or 750K, and they're working a ton, and they just don't see the path forward of how they get to a million, right? And what, they're, what uh, then often comes and what we're able to help them do is asking one of my favorite questions is what needs to be true to hit that goal without you being involved day to day. And what that does is it takes the business owner out of, I've got to do everything into the CEO role and saying, what does the business have to look like? Right? So what systems need to be in place um, to to complete the key tasks that are required, uh, what team members need to be in place so that the tasks are getting done without me doing it. And then what do the numbers need to look like, right? Because at the end of the day, if we're selling, let's just make the the math easy. You know, if we're selling a hundred thousand dollar product, well, in order to get to a million, we know we have to sell 10 of those. So then we can kind of reverse engineer that and say, all right, so in order to sell 10 of those, how many potential ideal clients do I have to get in front of, right? Let's assume I close 50% of that. Now I get to the point of, it's like, well, I need to talk to 20 people or 20 ideal clients to get there. So the the best entrepreneurs that I work with are the ones that have really like done the work, but they're just so stuck in the business. And it's those couple of light bulb moments where they realize, hey, I can be the CEO, I can put these things in place, and I can blow past that plateau that I've had before. And um, I've had just so many clients that it didn't take a lot of work. Once we just brought them out of being stuck in the day to day and helped them see what it needs to look like and where they can focus their, their uh, most valuable tasks.
1: So if they are the bottleneck, what what are one of the first things that you help them uh, get rid of, delegate or systemize?
0: Yeah, 100%. It's um, the first thing we have everybody do is just to audit their time, right? Understand on a typical week, where does your time go? And then going back and looking at that and saying, all right, so for these things, how much time does it take? Um, what level of work is this? You know, is this truly like CEO work where I'm working on the business or is this, you know, working in the business admin type work? And, uh, like one of the most important things that so many people don't think about is when I do this, does it give me energy or does it take energy away? Right. And so the first things we want to get off our plate are things that are one, we shouldn't be doing anyways, that we just stop doing. Second thing is then things that we can delegate to somebody else, typically admin level work that we can delegate for a pretty low cost and instantly freeze up a handful of our time. Because if we can delegate $10 an hour tasks, what that means is that the $10 hour tasks aren't taking away from the $10,000 hour tasks. And so what we want to continuously do is just keep getting the lower value tasks off our plate so that we free up more space for being in the the most valuable tasks that we can be focused on. Beautiful.
2: We all know that working in sprints is better, but how do we know what we should work on? You're in luck because we have a 15 minute exercise that will give you complete clarity on where to take your project next. Go to strategysprints.com slash sales to complete our short exercise and meet one-on-one with an expert sprint coach to identify your number one bottleneck. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the strategy show. Make sure to like this video below and subscribe so that you can stay up to date with every episode of the strategy show. Get daily CEO tips from CEOs for CEOs.